Hey and welcome, you're tuned into the Mindwalker Method and I'm Tony Wake. It's Friday the 12th of June and I hope you are ready. We're going to tackle some limiting beliefs in this episode. But before we get into that, I just want to apologize profusely. It's been a while since I posted a podcast episode and with good reason. There's been some wonderful developments on mindwalker.co.za with online courses coming your way soon and it's going to be quite a ride. It has been quite a ride up until this point and things are only going to get better. But without further ado, let's look at how to change limiting beliefs. So let me ask you a question. Do you believe that the sun is coming up tomorrow morning? How do you know? What is right and what is wrong? And how do you know what is right and what is wrong? According to whom is something right and something wrong? Now, let me ask you, do you have any beliefs that are not serving you? Now, what do I mean with beliefs that are not serving you? Now, here's a bit of personal info that happened to me in the past few weeks during lockdown and even after lockdown. Now, I noticed that despite everything that I've been through in life and the amount of success that I've achieved and things that I've been through, I believed that I fought for that success. It was one massive battle from where I started back in the day to get to where I am today. And as I was thinking about all these things, it suddenly hit me. This is not a belief that is serving me at all. Because what am I presupposing or what am I assuming by thinking about it being a fight? I had to fight to get to where I want to be. Well, firstly, I need to continue to fight to keep what I have. And secondly, that I will need to fight even more if I want to grow more, if I want to expand more if I want to be more than what I currently am. Now, I know this might sound silly, and as silly as it sounds, I'm sure many of us have done this to ourselves, right? We don't realize something has been staring us right in the face for years. And then when we do finally realize it, we think to ourselves, come on, how the hell did I miss this for so long, right? And that is the sneakiness of the mind. It can hide false beliefs in plain sight, And we don't even realize that it's there. We're not any wiser until we actively start looking for them. But I'm I'm jumping ahead of myself. Let's firstly look at what are false beliefs. Well, there are beliefs that we have about ourselves or our experience, be it internal or external experience. And these beliefs that we have are untrue or limiting in a way. They live in our unconscious mind. And since 90% of our actions stem from our unconscious, our false beliefs play a huge role in nearly everything that we do. Also, since they live in our unconscious mind, we may not even be aware of them and how they affect our daily lives. For example, let's say you believe you are unloved. Then you may start sabotaging your relationships you hold on in relationships when you shouldn't, when you should have let go already, or you avoid getting into relationships altogether. And then to top it all off, your logic may then start providing you with explanations of why you are doing these things. When at the core, it's actually fueled by your false beliefs that you are unloved or that you are unlovable. Now, our behavior stems from our beliefs 
And what our life looks like is a result of our collective behavior. So if we start changing or dissolving our beliefs, especially our false beliefs, we can change our behavior and ultimately start changing our lives. A belief is based on a perception or one's interpretation of the acquired knowledge that we have. Hear that? The interpretation of acquired knowledge. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you still believe in Santa Claus? Was there a time in your life that you did believe in Santa Claus? Now, I'm sure most of us, as young children, believed in Mr. Jolly and his flying reindeer and excitedly waited for him to come drop off gifts on Christmas Eve, right? So why do you not believe in his existence anymore? Because as you've matured, you have found evidence contradicting the belief that you once had. And that contradicting evidence has outweighed the supporting evidence of the belief itself. So again, it comes down to perception and interpretation. Nothing has meaning until we give it meaning. So where do beliefs and especially limiting beliefs come from then? Well, we've already covered how behavior stems from beliefs, right? And I'm sure you've heard the concept that all behavior is learned behavior. We're not just born and we instantly know how to walk, talk, feed ourselves, ride a bike, know to not talk to strangers, know how to do our homework, know that we need to work hard, to be loyal, to dress a specific way, to know what the right thing is to do. I'm sure you get my drift by now. So if all behavior is learned behavior, then guess where beliefs come from? That's right, we learn them. We learn them from our parents, our siblings, our peers, our teachers, our community, our society. Humans mimic the behavior of those we surround ourselves with. And this doesn't happen on a conscious level, but more on an unconscious level. We absorb and we mimic mannerisms, tonality, body language, thinking patterns, and beliefs without even realizing it. These then come out as specific behaviors, and when we do it for long enough, those behaviors become habits. Completely unconscious sets of behaviors that are tied to our core beliefs, our value systems. Okay, great. So now that we know where beliefs come from, how do we change limiting beliefs? Well, as the old saying goes, admitting it is the first step. And in this case, I mean that you need to start admitting or noticing these limiting beliefs in your own life. What beliefs do you have that are not serving you? Perhaps you believe you're unlovable. Perhaps you believe that no one can be trusted. Perhaps you believe that losing weight is too much hard work. Perhaps you believe that making money is a difficult thing to do. Or or one of the beliefs I've come across numerous times with my one-on-one clients. Money is the root of all evil. Now that's a very limiting belief. I'm sure you'll agree. Now, noticing these beliefs, first of all, means that they stop being habits. They stop being hidden in plain sight and they start becoming part of our conscious awareness. So they're not unconscious anymore, they're now part of our conscious awareness. And if you are still having trouble finding limiting beliefs, look at a behavior 
that is not serving you. Ask yourself, what do I have to believe is true for this behavior to exist in the first place? That will uncover the underlying belief of that specific behavior. So look at any behavior that's not serving you and ask yourself, what do I have to believe is true for this behavior to exist in the first place? So that's the first step. Look and identify limiting beliefs. Start noticing them. The next step is to question the beliefs. How are these beliefs serving you? How do you know it to be true? Where did you learn these beliefs? Who taught them to you? Are they even yours to begin with? Or are you merely carrying someone else's beliefs around? And since no two people are exactly alike, who says that these beliefs, these limiting beliefs, are even working for you at all? And then what beliefs can you have that will serve you better? You see, questioning any belief enough will begin to dissolve the power that that belief has over you. A power that you gave it to begin with. So take that power back, dissolve the limiting belief, ask the questions and begin to replace the limiting belief with better, more empowering, more congruous beliefs. And how do you do that? Well, step three, reframe and restructure. Now that you started dissolving the limiting beliefs, I want you to begin to restructure your belief systems with more empowering ones. I want you to imagine yourself as you would like to be, doing what you want to do, experiencing what you want to experience. I want you to imagine that ideal version of yourself. Got that? Correct. Now ask yourself, what would you need to believe is true for that version of yourself, that ideal version, to be and to do what they are doing and being and behaving as? Now that you ask yourself, what would I need to believe? How do you know that that version of yourself is believing that? What behavior that they're doing is proving it? And based on that behavior, what beliefs will make that behavior a reality? Can you do that? Now that you've taken your ideal version and you've imagined that ideal version and you've looked at the behavior and through the behavior you've looked at the beliefs, now you will have a better idea of what beliefs and indirectly what behavior you personally can start focusing on and cultivating within your life right now. And that, that new empowering belief and behavior will move you more towards the version of you that you want to be. Because success leaves clues. If that ideal version of you has specific beliefs and specific behaviors, and those beliefs and behaviors are what you look up towards, what you admire about that ideal version, then by you having those beliefs, by you doing those behaviors, you will start mimicking and absorbing and becoming that ideal version, won't you? So, focus more on those beliefs. Meditate on them. Envision yourself having those beliefs. And ultimately, 
believe that you have the power to be who and what you want to be because you actually do. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Mindwalker Method. It's a nice, short, powerful one this week. And we will get back into next week. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Mindwalker Method. I look forward to much more exciting things coming, much more empowering things coming your way. Have a look at mindwalker.co.za. It's launching on the 16th of June. That's just in four days' time. Some great things coming your way over there soon. I'm Tony Wake. Stay strong, stay empowered, and as always, stay true to you.